Hi, I'm Sarah. I'm Beth. And I'm Amy. We are Sisters, Sisters Talking, Talking in Circles. This is the time for you to enjoy your favorite beverage and connect with us about the frantic lives we lead. Welcome to our circle. Hello, friends. Welcome to our last episode on marriage. Our last C is communication, mm-hmm. which obviously we're all good at. I mean, I'm pretty much a pro. This is different from conflict because I think you can avoid conflict if you communicate a little more effectively. And I think one of the things that is important to remember is you communicate differently than your spouse. Mm -hmm. Whether it's you speak very clearly and tell exactly what you need from a relationship or you're the partner that's like, you should just know you've been around me a long time. Yeah. Right? You communicate differently. Because I think that's what attracts you to people at the beginning. They're different from you. Yeah. And then you realize, oh, I mean, this you get on conflict. your You get on your own dang nerves, right? So, like, yeah. you... So, anyway, I found this online. I think it's quite entertaining. Oh, good. This is not a joke. Somebody wrote this. It is our listening plan oh. for a marriage. Okay. Step one. Decide who is partner A and who is partner <laughs> B. So, right there, you're going to fight. Right there, I'm done. You're fighting. I want to be no, A. He's better. <laughs> yeah. Okay, step two, A states their point and their feelings. Yeah, no. I don't want to be in First the of all, I'd have to have this laid down in front of me. Okay, yeah. then partner Maybe B. Maybe need a cue card. Step three, partner B reflects back A's perspective and feelings like a mirror and checks to see if they understood. So, let's do it this way. Amy, you're A and I'm B. Oh, Please no. state your point and your feelings. Just pick some. That's really stupid. <laughs> what I hear you saying, Amy... It's, is that stupid? Is that so, you think it's stupid? I go to all these trainings yes. on coaching conversations. Yes. Had conversations with teachers. Mm-hmm. And that's what it is, except, I mean, that's with your, what it is. Yeah, coworker. It's or what child. it is. It's how to talk effectively with Well, you. step four. Partner A further clarifies if needed and says, yes, that is what I mean, <laughs> when they feel they have been understood. Steps two and three and four are repeated until oh A says God. it's okay to move to step five. And the fifth repeat, Why that can't... person's like, do you not understand what I'm saying? And the conflict starts. <laughs> yeah. Wait, step five. B, now this is B's turn. Oh. So B gets to say their point and feelings. A reflects back. They go, go, go. And then it says, of course, five, six, and seven are repeated until B says it's okay. Well, here's Four what's hours later. It's going to happen. B is going to say it's not okay just as many times as A did just to get back at them. Yes, B So is. do me a favor. Print this out. Mm-hmm. Laminate it. Mm-hmm. And for the next month, every time you and Jeremy Pull that out until Jeremy, we have, have a conversation have about differing opinions, you lay that on the center of the kitchen. You sit down and talk. And well, let us know how You didn't. Goes. Let me get to the last step. Step eight. A and B discuss if they are ready to resolve the oh. issue and work things out nicely. It may be necessary to return to steps two or five. Yeah. For the next two, two or five. Well, like if A doesn't feel feels the need to re-clarify. I'm already tired. <laughs> that would make me poke my eyes out. Dude, yes. no. That's not how we communicate. That's not how no. normal people communicate. If you communicate that way, yay for you. But nobody else does, and they want to hit you. Right? <laughs> I mean, think about it. No, I, the other people around you are like, oh, dear. Uh-huh. See, that's when I think we take things too far. And here's why. You're not learning to accept the fact that people just communicate differently if you do things that way. Because mm-hmm. you're asking people to step out of their comfort zone. Lots of people are not comfortable saying, these are my feelings on this and blah, blah, blah. What it's if you don't like me. that? It's hard for me. Yeah. yeah. See, it ain't me. I'll tell you my feelings all day long. But when you try to get me to be reasonable about those feelings, I'm going to get my feelings These are hurt. my feelings and they are correct. <laughs> They're factual feelings. <laughs> <laughs> That's 
That's a thing. So, yes. No, I don't, I don't agree with that. I do think you have to learn in a marriage to communicate in a way that you will be heard. I don't mean louder. <laughs> I mean, you have to speak their language. Okay? Yes. You have to speak their language. And so, like, when I am talking to Jeremy, first of all, I have, it took me a long time to get this part. I had to not, as soon as he wakes up and has his coffee, I was vomiting at the mouth. Oh, yeah. All the parenting or anything I had. Because right. finally he was awake. And he's right. like, give me a freaking minute. And he sleeps, you know, yeah. I mean, he gets home at 8 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh, and, then, and I have to go here, and we have to do this, and blah, 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 and Deuce did this, and blah, blah, blah. And he would be like, and he would say, I need you to stop talking. And then I would be like, <laughs> how dare you tell me to stop talking? I've yeah. been alone with these kids for 36 hours. You know, but really what he need, he should have said, and he finally did, babe, you got to let me drink his coffee. Yep. And eat the Lucky Charms in the brown chair. And then, <laughs> then we can talk. Then about we can all talk. Stuff. So that was one thing I was not. I was talking to him when he was not ready to listen at all, and that's an understandable. Yeah. Now, if they say they're never ready to listen, well, that's a problem. I will say, and we have a, a normal, if you would call it, schedule as yes. far as he works during the day. I do too. I may be here by myself, but I'm yeah. still whatever. The, our problem with that is because he's in work mode. He's working, but he has three monitors in his office. So on one monitor, he has Lexmark work. On the next monitor, he has all of our banking information, business, and personal. He's checking multiple times a day. <laughs> and on the third monitor is, I don't know, whatever else planned out. The summer spreadsheet. Yeah. They're all a spreadsheet, probably. The third oh, yeah. one is a spreadsheet of whatever he's interested in at that point. When we were building the house, it was house stuff. So, whenever he has a question about the money screen, or just a random thought about the third screen, I get a phone call or a text. It's usually a phone call. And if I'm in the middle See, of the that would annoy hey, me. I'm like, Sarah, I can't text. talk right now. I'm trying to price out this wedding cake or whatever i need to focus on this he'll just keep calling so that bugs me because like when i'm at work and that sounds silly but i no. need to focus on my work but then when he gets home and i'm ready to talk about those things he doesn't want to talk about it because he's done with work in his mind all that is work the the daily everything we continue to struggle with that i think you should get on your calendar and schedule a meeting <laughs> well we did schedule a business meeting because I mean, we have yes. fun time it is annoying but yeah, I guess I never thought about that, but finding time to communicate is actually one of the I mean, biggest troubles. Mm-hmm. And I think I pay more attention to it just because we're on mm-hmm. such opposite mm-hmm. schedules. But yes, I have learned that there are certain times when he is more receptive to the conversation. Yes. Now, unfortunately, my daughter has not learned this yet. She wakes up and starts <laughs> talking as she's coming up the stairs. I can totally see that. You know what I dreamed? Yeah. And then I said this, and then you know what and this, and this, blah, blah, blah. And do you know what? Blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, Because I get up in the mornings. Nobody's awake. Yeah, dog which is me wonderful. I make yeah. the coffee. Because I go to, anymore, I've actually been going to sleep at a decent hour. I go to sleep before everybody. Yeah. But I make the coffee. I make my to-do list that I'm not going to complete at all. But I like, but like this it. morning, Jeremy was like, do you like doing that? I was like, yes, <laughs> and it has to be handwritten. Oh, mine are handwritten too. And he's yeah. like, you, but you don't ever finish it. I'm like, nah, but I like doing it. It makes me feel good. It makes me feel good that I'm starting the so day. I make the list <laughs> and I, you know, I do, I plan out all the things and I drink my coffee and I read a little and. Yeah. I start the dishes while the coffee's going, like everything. That's what I do. The rest of the day is downhill as far as productivity goes. But well, you're starting down the right foot. But the thing is, if he was awake then mm-hmm. and tried to talk to me, I'd be mad. Yeah. Because I'm not ready for it yet. But he tries to talk to me like at 12 o'clock at night when my brain is completely shut off. I can watch a movie with you. Yeah. But right. I'm not trying to have important conversations. Yeah. And I don't think you can always schedule communication. No, sometimes it, it has to be talked about yes, right now. In our in our marriages, we've all been married for a number of years. We kind of know that about each other. Like this is not the best time. If I'm gonna, if there's a really heated subject, that I know is gonna have a be a, either a long conversation or mm-hmm. possibly 
start a little bit of conflict. I'll wait until I know we actually have the time to sit down and talk about this. We're both in a good place right now. You're not exhausted. I didn't just wake up. Whatever it may be. The, what sucks is in the beginning of your marriage or during your dating engagement, you don't know that yet. Mm-hmm. And I think at that point, I didn't do this. Please don't. Okay. I'm not saying I did this. I'm just saying <laughs> it was smart if we had taken the time, not schedule it necessarily, but choose like one date night that weekend that we actually talked about important stuff. Mm-hmm. Instead of what do you want? What movie do you want to go watch? Did you right. hear what so-and-so said? Did you someone so-and-so broke up? That's pretty much what you talk about when you're dating. You're talking about other people. Unless. Horrible. Or movies. Yeah. But I'm just saying for most people... Especially when you date for a couple of years, yes. you're in a comfortable... Why would you talk about something uncomfortable? Why would you force yourself to do right. that? But I wish that we had talked about, even though they're now they're stupid little things, back then and maybe scheduled, not, not really, but yes, yes, a time to talk about those things because we aren't... We weren't living together and we didn't have the whole, I know you're in a good spot today, think, so here I go. I don't right. think there's anything wrong, though, with treating your marriage like a... Not part... Yes, a priority, but not... Yes. Like, like you would your home business or you would your yes. child's education. I mean, this is... All that other stuff falls apart if it that's does. messed up. So it treat it like a job, which sounds very unromantic. But but no, I feel like it's more realistic. Job. I love you like it's my job. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Get that on a t-shirt for me, please. I think right. now we all have we all have kids. All kids are involved in some kind of extracurricular activity and school stuff and church stuff and whatever. And both everybody working and all that. We kind of don't have a choice. And I'll, society is telling mm-hmm. us to go 100 miles an hour and to achieve right. all the things. So you right. really don't have a choice but to schedule that conversation. Is there stuff... Okay, so Amy, I know you have seasons in a year that are busy yes. for you all. Yes. So if you notice that you put off important conversations, like let's say during football season, do you just not have them? We just don't have them. Because he's either. focused on... Yeah. He's And depending on whether they won the game Friday or exactly. not. Exactly. No. That is so true. I the don't result you. may be different. It's really hard. So I work as an administrator and... I come home from a day of everybody telling me all the things that are wrong and expecting me to fix them. So I come home from being like going a thousand miles a minute, solving everybody's problems mm-hmm. or attempting to solve problems mm-hmm. and listening to the chaos and, and negativity, negative stuff. James comes home from football practice where he's been really, yeah, really loud. Oh, yeah. And he's yelling. So he may walk in the door and be like, hey, what's going on? And you're like, for the and love. I'm like, why are you yelling at me? Or just like he'll answer yes. a question in a yell. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why are you yelling? I'm not yelling. I'm just talking to you. No, you're screaming at me like you want me to do push-ups. <laughs> and he doesn't hear that. Like it takes us a while to simmer down. Simmer yeah. down now. To home. Plus, you get out of your work mode. And for me yeah. to not be like, I've got to solve your problem. I got to fix this. Or. Here's how we're going to do it. Or I was angry and this is what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. Not let's have a conversation yes. together and make a plan to being mm-hmm. the problem solver to like the good communicator that we should be is really hard. Yeah. And with three little people still in our house who want our undivided attention and they only get, you know, three or four good hours of us before they go to bed. Yeah. That they are all up in our face all yeah. the time. Mm-hmm. And we don't have time to talk. No, I was going to say, most of our intense... I mean, if it's like a really important conversation, it will happen when they go to bed. Just because I don't want them to bug me. It's not because I don't want them to hear it necessarily. It's just because I don't want an interruption. Well, I don't need their opinion. Oh, yes, gosh, now yeah, it's that's the true. opinion, now that they're a little bit Wait till they're all teenagers. And the question's, why are you saying that? Why do you feel that way? I'm sorry, I'm communicating <laughs> with your father. I don't need your... That's, that's hard enough. I can't do it all, no. Yeah. No, they... Yeah, I think... I think it's timing. I think good communication is a lot of timing. Mm-hmm. You know, not hitting them up when they're stressed out about something for, like, something that's very important. Let's talk about something that we speak of many times, 
Here's what I'm talking about. So, on Marco Polo, and with all of our female friends, we talk a lot about mansplaining. Which, oh my gosh. Which I think is a significant part of communication. Mansplaining, in case you all don't know the term, and I encourage you to start using it more frequently, is when a man explains something to you overly simplified because you're a little woman. And you don't understand. And even your husbands do this. Yes. Mine does it frequently. Yeah, so does mine. Is that the way you think the world works? And I'm like, See, I wish you would die. Yeah. Mine yeah. doesn't do that. No. James doesn't no. do that. Well, it's it's a lot that that's mine's job. That's what he does is explain yes. to people why they can't break the law. And I they probably can. mansplain. You might mansplain. I wouldn't be surprised no, if you I did. I get mansplained because I don't think logically. And you know what? Maybe I don't kiss my big butt. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, but <laughs> mansplaining, it's its annoying as a woman because here's the thing, when I get mansplained, I immediately shut down. Oh, yeah, that's all my Nothing defenses. else you yep. say holds any validity to me. No. I don't want to hear it. You're hateful and rude and you think I'm stupid. And I'm done. I'm done. I'm done yeah. with the conversation. So, that's a problem. It is, it is a problem, but, but it's the but way it's, it is. But it's, I don't think you, it's not okay. Don't talk to me like an idiot and I won't yeah. get mad. It's not okay that I mean, they do I that. So, I think that's a big communication issue mm -hmm. in marriages. Is that one person barrier. is talking down to the other yes. in a way that makes them feel very less. condescendingly? Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's annoying, and my husband knows that. It oh yeah, we've talked about it. He also doesn't understand tone. Like I'm like, no. your tone suggests that you're angry, but that's not what I said. Yeah, did and, you hear yourself? And I always say I'm going to record you. And but you yes. know what? I think if he listened to it, he wouldn't hear it. He'd be like, but I just said it. I just in a very word. matter of fact voice. <laughs> Yeah. Mm. Um, what? And then he'd talk slower in the very matter of fact yeah. voice, which is mansplaining. Is this better? <laughs> no. It's... I mean, I'm mad right now. So. <laughs> so I'm getting really heated. Like, I'm like, oh, I'm going to kill him. Okay. Uh, yeah. And I'm just reflecting. Well, maybe I do you, that. You do that. It's okay. You don't do it to me, but I'm sure you do it to James. God love him. Uh, yeah. We need to have him on here. He'd be good. He'd be on our side. He would have a better talk with you about communication <laughs> than me. Communication. So like we've said, it's not just you communicating, it's you listening. And it's also about making sure your partner feels heard. Which is what... It's I, hard. It's hard. I know that's that stupid script I read. But really, you don't have to say, what I hear you're saying is... <laughs> no, blah, do blah, not blah. say that. Don't say that. But you, but you can say, so it makes you upset when I, talk, I do this, this, when, this. I, when I use that tone because you think I'm talking down to you. So you yeah. paraphrase. Paraphrase. There we go. Yes. And then they can say... No, as a woman, and if it's a, you know you're feeling a certain way, you might say, "No, you're just saying I'm overreacting." Yeah. Which also, please don't say she's overreacting. Don't you ever. Know what? She is. That's the point. <laughs> don't ever say it. <laughs> don't. Like sometimes Jeremy will say stuff, and Kayla will be like, "Oh, oh." Mm -mm. Mm -mm. <clears throat> Deuce is gone. Point, Dad. Like he's yeah. They, it's a game for them. It's fine. Oh dear. So they better date somebody who likes to fight in front of people because they're going to encourage it and it'll be like family yeah. sport and yeah. it'll be yeah. ugly if they don't. But yes, I think the listening is as important it, it as is. the talking. It totally is. And that's probably the And listening part. doesn't just mean being quiet. Listening no. means not thinking no. of your response. Yeah. Active listening. Yes. Don't sit there and think, when she shuts Formulate up. Formulate your response. When he shuts up, I'm going to interject. I'm going to pounce. <laughs> I got all kinds of information. You're, you're like typing it in your phone so you can... <laughs> Here's my points. <laughs> so really, one of the biggest parts of communication is the pause. And it's hard to teach yourself to pause. Yes. And that's, and all those silly, mm -hmm. not that they're silly, classes about mm -hmm. communicating with teachers effectively mm -hmm. and making change is when you're having hard conversations about things that are different to pause. So when you talk, if 
mm-hmm. talker A tells me something, you're I'm going to pause before I respond. Gotcha. So it gives yes. me time to formulate my response. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to pause to like process what I told you mm-hmm. and then formulate your response. But getting used to having a pause between every comment mm-hmm. is really hard. You have to be super intentional about pausing. Mm-hmm. So you can really listen and not yes. get your answer yes. in your head before the person finishes talking. There have been times when things were really, when it was an important thing that we were arguing about, okay? Mm-hmm. Like something I felt really strongly about and I felt he wasn't hearing me at all. Yeah. That I would email. Because in my email, I don't sound emotional. Mm-hmm. And That's I can er- delete. The yelling to Hey, you rat, you know. <laughs> you can type it to get it out. And then delete and it. Then delete and, it. Then, and then he mm-hmm. could do the same. He could read it all process it all he's not saying but what you there's no more of me because i'm bad about this what you said was blah blah blah, but it's really what i think he meant yes yes it's right there in black and white what he said yeah and i can only respond to that and i can formulate a response okay bud if i start getting a bunch of emails from you i know she's mad at me no (laughs) but but honestly if you are an emotional arguer Mm -hmm. if you lead with emotion like i do that's a very and i'm married to someone who doesn't it is less confrontational for both of us it makes me less like because he can't he can't do tone in an email. All I have is his actual words. Right? Yes. He can't roll his eyes. He can't yes. sigh. And neither can I. Maybe you should go in different rooms. Like, and I think maybe this worked for me. I can I still, right here I can still I hear him. Uh, it's yeah. the tone. No. I can't see the look on his face. But I, I really think we've, lots of times I'll wait till he goes to work and then text him something. Yeah. It really bothered me when you blah, blah, blah. I've te- I think I've texted a few times that kind of stuff. And, and we started it when they were little because, you know, they didn't even hear anything. Right. But now, lots of times, I mean, there's there's been a few emails. The kids have said something. It's really like something he said offhand. And I've shot him a really long email. And he's been like, they they totally misunderstood what I was saying. Because mm. there's, there's been months at a time where we co-parent apart. Right. Yeah. He's there during the day and I'm there at night. And so there was no time to interact with each other and the children. So... I mean, I'm no relationship expert, but I think that's a yeah. decent way hey, to communicate. Honestly, whatever way of communication works for you, yes. I say go. And whether it's on the phone, via text, email, mm-hmm. freaking send a letter. Yeah. And our dad always wrote us letters when he was mad at us. Um, and put them on the dashboard of our car. So, that was good. The bud letter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now there's the bud emails. Yes. And text. text. We have text, everybody. It's We bud are moving along with the times. Right. Blows my mind. Should we read what dad's response was? I will, I will, but I want to bring up okay. one more thing okay. real quick. Most of the time we talk about communication, we're talking about big, heavy subjects. I also think it is equally important, and this is definitely something I struggle with, small communications. Like, I'm really bad about, like, asking Aaron a general question, like, how was your day? Or, like, especially if I know we had a big meeting or something, I'm so bad because I'm so wrapped up in minding the kids' stuff. Yes. And then I forget that maybe there's something, and he really likes to tell me stuff. And if I have to make a conscious effort... To communicate just the daily boring mm-hmm. stuff, if you want to call it that. Mm-hmm. Really stupid that nobody cares about. I'm really bad. Because I'll get on Marco Polo and tell you all, and that is horrible. But that's fine. But I won't tell him. Right. Whatever it is. Like, I got a weird email from a customer. Or whatever. Even if it's a funny tidbit, he loves that crap. He soaks it up. And then, like, two days later, he'll be like, he'll hear me talking to one of you all about it. And he's like, well, I didn't know that. And I feel bad. So, I have to make a conscious effort of even the small communications that happens, are important. Yes. That happens with Jeremy and I. Um, I'll Every day when he wakes up, after he's drank the coffee and eaten the Lucky Charms, I'll say, so how was work? Mm-hmm. Oh, fine. Then we'll do something later. I'll be mm-hmm. like, man, last night this guy shot at me three times. I'm going, what? What happened? What? What was this? He didn't even tell me. Or we, people will text me, we saw your husband on the news this morning. He worked that triple homicide. I'm like, there was a triple homicide? Yeah. 
and I don't know why. I think because we're so, we've talked it out, or him, he's actually been there and dealt yes. with it. He doesn't want to talk about it, probably. Maybe. But at I the same know. time, yeah. the spouse appreciates well, I mean, that's details. something Aaron and I are like, what we like to talk. He does. He does. He wants to know all the stuff. We like to converse. Yeah. He likes to go. It doesn't have to be anything important. I, I don't want to talk at you. I yeah. want you to come back and forth with he me. He does. And that's one way to do it. It is. And I have to I have to make that conscious effort. Because even when, I noticed the other night when we were here and Josie was helping you do cookies or whatever, mm-hmm. and me and Aaron were watching that movie, Jeremy hates watching movies with me because I talk during them. Oh, no. He never shuts up. And I'm like, no. I can't hear what they're saying. See, that's me and Aaron were like, oh, that's funny. With it. Remember that other movie? He we really only get about half the movie. Well, we don't care. It's what we've both seen a bunch of times. Yeah. So we were like, oh, remember when she, I love her in her new show. How about you? Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But if yeah. you watch a TV with my husband, you can't go, oh. He's like, I'm, like, Google. Yeah. I'm always like, rewind it. I miss that last sentence. I say it all the time. <laughs> See? No, I want to talk through it. Yeah. But he does. And I, that's a communication thing is I'm not a talker. You don't have to be a talker, but you you have to force yourself a little bit to you do. open up a little bit there and say before it turns into a big twenty five minute fight or a two hour conversation, even if it's a healthy conversation, before it gets to that point, some things can be dealt with in small yes. conversations. If you feel bad about something that's bothering you, don't wait until Mm-mm. you are going to explode. Communicate with them earlier on. I also think that speaks to don't lay everything on them at once. It's a lot. Don't don't say so and so has a fever and um, this bill came out of our credit card three right. times. The tire's making a funny noise because they just start. <laughs> yeah, and, and and that's hard too because that's when all that comes to head. Like you, maybe these little things that didn't mm-hmm. just happen today, but whatever it is that broke you, you explode and all of it all comes out things. at the same time. Right, but it makes it much harder. Your spouse your spouse can't help you if you give them twelve things to achieve in five minutes. Fix it now. <laughs> and I think one one thing that we haven't talked about was we all had multiple little children at one time. Mm-hmm. And I think this is harder on the spouse that works outside of the house. Okay, so whichever spouse, oh, I see. mom yeah. or dad, works outside. They come home. You've got little kids all over top of you. Mm-hmm. And then they come home. They haven't seen you all day. So they barely oh, brush your arm. And you're like, uh-uh. people have been touching me all day. all day. No more touching. Yeah. I can't. Your touch is still touch. And yeah. my skin is electrified from too much touching, right? <laughs> yes. Like, we've is. all thrown the baby at him and ran to the van. Like, oh, I yeah. got to go. Like, go. I'm going to the grocery now. I just got home. Yeah. yeah. So, I think, whoever's listening to this, the workers or the stay-at-homes, or both people at work, if your spouse is either a stay-at-home parent or is involved in a career where small children are touching them a lot, yes. Amy, physical touch is physical touch. It doesn't yeah. mean they're repelled by you. Um, it means they need to shower and... Breathe and not have people in their face. Put on clean flannel pants. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Wipe the little people off. Yes. Yeah. No, that's a. I think that's a. You need to yes. communicate, communicate that with them in the beginning. Right. You don't need you to scream at them every time they touch you. All those little things can be avoided, hopefully, if it is communicated properly. This isn't about, and you have to remember this in any argument, in any thing they say that might hurt your feelings. It's not about you. If somebody's saying I don't want to be touched right now, it's not about you. It's no. about them. If somebody's saying. I'm sick to death of picking all the meals. It's not about you. It's about them. They are literally sick to death. Right. It's not that they don't want to decide for you because they don't love you enough. No. <laughs> you know, it's not. Right. If you thought about most things like it's not about you, I think there would be a lot less fights. Yeah. And it's hard to do that in a marriage. It's hard not to take things personally. Yeah. But honestly, does that person, everything they do make you happy? Then why would everything you do make them happy? Right. It's not gonna. No, it's not. I used to make fun of... I have a friend who loves the Love Languages book. Yes. And I'm like, you're full of crap. They're I good. Read it. 
It makes sense, but I've not read it. But it totally makes sense. I make fun of her for being like, well, your love language is... Mm-hmm. No, it's for real. It actually makes sense. If it you, really makes total sense. And I can tell all y'all what your all's love languages is. And your kids. Like you it's good. like gifts. Gifts and words of affirmation. And and James's words of I don't know what mine is and I don't really care. Yours is acts of service. Okie dokie. Mine too. Yep. You you don't want people to sit there and tell you they love you. You don't want people to buy you stuff to show they love you. You want them to do something to make your life a little easier. You clean my kitchen oh, for me. Ah, yes. That's my husband's acts of service. Yes. There's physical touch, which is totally air. Acts of service. <laughs> and Hunter. Uh, yeah. Acts of service. Words of affirmation. Mm-hmm. Gifts. I like words of affirmation, but yes, acts of service is probably Words of affirmation more. make me uncomfortable. It depends on what no. they're talking about. Gifts. If you're telling me I succeed in something, I like it. If you're telling me, oh, you're pretty, I hate it. But I think that, that helps you. When you know that about somebody, it helps you. It helps with to know yours, and it helps to know theirs. Yeah. Though, and there's a five love languages for kids, and it's really yes. good. The fifth one is quality time. Yeah, Aaron so teeters between physical touch and quality time. You can get on the website the and read the love languages and do a quiz to find out what yours is, is, and then have your like do it together. Yeah, because then it will tell you how to show that person you love them based on their love language. And it also tells you how you show love. So, like, mom shows love through gifts. Yes, she does. You think? Yeah, I mean, she loves to buy people stuff, and she's good at it. No, she is good. She at never it. gives you a gift that wasn't thought about. That's true. I it's like that. spot on. Probably the best gift she ever yeah. gave every yeah. day. I can't win. I don't even try anymore. I don't try anymore either. Yeah, she's really good at it. Like that's her gift is gifting. <laughs> she's good at the gifting. I would love that if I had the money just to. Mm-hmm. Your dad is good at words. Oh, yeah. he's the king of words of affirmation. Yes, yeah. but I don't know that he wants them back. He does not want them back. Yes. He wants quality how, time. I don't know how I show quality love for Aaron. Time. Like, I don't know what, if I had to say which one that was, I'm not sure what it would be. But it helps you be more intentional. You, a lot of time, what you like is what you put out sometimes. I was going to say, so like, like this morning, he you're, and Aaron you're more of an ex- were confused, about, or not confused, they were annoyed by the computer and they're trying to fix it or whatever. So Aaron was joking around about, oh yeah, I would like to have some breakfast and all that and all. So I got up, made breakfast, and so I guess that was an... You were doing an act of Yeah, service. and yes. he probably didn't care. Washing his cup out every night and putting it... Yeah, I guess that's true. I never thought about that. Okay, so yeah. That, I am putting out what I want back in return, which is fine. You're that, putting out! That's actually what he wishes, though. <laughs> that what, but that's not always what the other person wants. No, it's not. He probably so didn't that's, even... Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When that you funny? realize that... And I'm thinking, you. why didn't you notice that? That was amazing. Yeah, yeah and that's it. That builds yeah. resentment. Uh, and I didn't, the reason I read it was the first time I went to therapy, I loved my therapist. Okay. He was this guy. He probably weighed 350 pounds. Big, happy guy. And he was telling, he was me. Like he grew up in a house where everybody just hung. It was a really messy house. And he marries this woman who's really organized. Mm-hmm. And it drove her crazy because he left his crap everywhere. He said, but I love you and you're pretty. Because mm-hmm. he like that's how he that's grew up. He and he did. And she, he's like, and she could have cared less. Yeah. She didn't want it. And I'm like, but I said, I love you and you're pretty. <laughs> And he said, and I was like, that's me. Like, I need to be told that I'm pretty and that you love me. And I want you to buy me stupid. I don't, we've talked about this before. Quantity, not quality. Um, And, and I, he, he said, so when you need that, you need to go to the people who do that. Who is good at that? And I was like, my dad. So when you need lifting up, don't call your husband. Call your dad. They can't be everything. Right. And so call your dad. And I, once I started doing that, we fought a lot less because I was expecting him to do something he physically cannot do. Yeah, mm-hmm. Jeremy cannot look at me and say, "I think you're the most beautiful woman in the world, and you're really great at this." It's like gets stuck right here in his throat. And, <laughs> and the thing is, he does think that, he thinks it, but then he would come out. You would think he was being condescending. Oh, I think you're the beautiful <laughs> exactly. woman in the world. Oh, you're, you're super hot. Sure pretty. Yeah, <laughs> but that. But he he grew up. I grew up in a home full of verbal praise mm-hmm. because of dad. Yes, 
and gifts from mom. Okay, mm-hmm. so that's what I want. He grew up in a home, no verbal prep. Like, they just don't yeah. do that. Obviously, I think it. I haven't said I didn't think it. Yeah. And you know, I'm sitting there thinking, um, and as I get older, and this is totally off subject, but as I get older, I find that I'm more like mom in certain ways. I think she's also acts of service. I think all she wants dad is, is to do the things, and all he wants is to not do the things. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That'd be me and Jeremy. Yeah. Yeah. That's all she wants is to complete the list. Just and all he list. wants to do is sit there and cuddle. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And I'm very much like that. I'm like, just, can we just, because I, I love to see a finished to-do list. Mm-hmm. And so that is like the most exciting moment The of key life. would be is once you get the finished to-do list, not to start the next one. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's a constant. Is like, I'm sorry. What is that? that? And <laughs> speaking as someone who's on the other end of that spectrum, mm-hmm. it, it makes you not want to finish the list because you know they're just going to give you another one. Oh, no, that makes sense. But the thing is, he has a list for himself. No, I know. But, I mean, sometimes he's like, did you do this? Did you do this? And I'm like, why? You're just going to say something else I need to do. You're not going to say, good job for doing that. Why should I have to say good job? You should be glad with the satisfaction of getting it done. I was like, obviously, look at our house. That's not a thing. (laughs) Who do you think you married? Yeah. Yeah. Let's all. James is like, I took out the trash. (laughs) And like, look at this. I'm like, ooh, you need me to be like, yes, he does. See, we've already talked about this a million times. I'm going to leave her and Jeremy at home, and I'm going to go out with James, and we will be like, you are pretty and attractive, and everyone likes you. And he's going to say, thank you, Sarah. You are pretty, and everyone likes you, and you're also great with the kids. You're an awesome mom. I'm going to say, you're a good dad and a football coach, and we are just going to be so happy when we come home. <laughs> I, I, would, I would love more of it. So yeah. I've got Josie's little love notes. Josie gives me love notes every single day. They're in my coffee mug. They're everywhere, and they're very in her calligraphy, handwritten out beautifully. She'll get me through. I did compliment him last night because I feel like, you know, we always make fun. He always calls himself, oh, I guess I'm just a dorky dad, which is like his worst fear, okay? Because he hates on Disney Channel. All the dads, all the dads are, dads are dude, great. Dude, don't idiots. even get me started on Disney Channel, parents. He, and when they were little and used to watch that stuff, he was like, they're all morons. I'm not a moron. Like, he's not a moron. Don't and the moms care. are all smart alecky. Yes. And so. And the kids are smarter than their Yes. And so he, it always drives him crazy, so he doesn't want to be that. And so he's trying, he tries so hard. With when the friends come over, the teenage friends, and I'm always like, just you're trying too hard. Well, I told him last night, I was like, actually, I'm gonna take a step back and say, This group likes that, they like you a lot. He sat in that room with them. Well, he was working on the computer trying to because it started acting weird, and he's working on the computer and they're helping him fix it. They're doing all these different communicate, they're all looking stuff up, and let's try this and let's try this. And I thought, oh my gosh. Technically, in his mind, he's not the dorky dad. But really, just because he's surrounded by equally dorky people. There you go. But I did compliment. I said, you did. I said, they loved you. You didn't embarrass Landon at all. Good good job for you. And and he was so proud. He was like, they do like me. (laughs) See, at our house, Jeremy is a much better girl dad than boy. I'm a better boy mom. I feel like I'm a good boy mom. Like, he and I, I mean, I get all Deuce's little friends. And I get the girl. Don't get me wrong. The girl's... I'm fine with all their friends. We get along. But Jeremy, it's a totally different ballgame. When mm-hmm. the boy, when other boys are there, he's like... Because all he could see is... Generally, when he deals with bad juveniles, it's males. Well, yeah. So right. he sees anything, especially now that they're all teenagers, he's he's like... Delinquent. Yeah, delinquent. exactly. Like, that's a delinquent... <laughs> pi- you know, and the girls, he just makes fun of, and they all love him. Like, all yeah. the girls' friends... All the time. Yeah. I have slumber parties all the time. It's fine. He doesn't bother me one bit. The boys, yeah. he's always like, what's going to happen? Are they going to break some? Blah, blah, blah. He worries. But it'll be good more. for Aaron because he always complained when they were younger. Did they like they talk to Aaron. They didn't want to tell him anything. Da, 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 and now they go to him for all that school and hangout kind of stuff. And so that's good. Gives you a break. Not for Hunter. But yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's read what that. So when we oh. asked for advice, our as we said, our father got a 
new smartphone. He's never been able to text until 2020. And he sends texts. How long is that? How many screens? Okay, two and a half, two and a half screens of text. So he texts about we on Facebook asked for marriage advice, and Dad is not on Facebook. No, but he reads moms, <laughs> and she told him. He said, "I want to send my thoughts, if that's okay." Here you go. He always asks for permission. Yeah, permission, which I appreciate. Yeah. Common goals on the big things. Never stop dating your spouse and attitude. This is a team sport. Learn to work together. It can be one of life's greatest learning tools. Marriage is designed to continue social growth in both parties, not vice versa. Communication is everything when it grows and encourages a healthy relationship. Chatter and gossip damage a marriage. That is so true. Yeah. Marriage is bigger than those married. The children are learning and the world is watching. I prefer a common faith as long as it focuses on truth and love. As I age, our marriage takes on an even more personal note. Caring and being close pals as age takes its toll till death do you part. Love, Dad. But then he thought of something else and said that too. (laughs) (laughs) Good marriages are the building blocks for society's foundation. Contemporary substitutes are just that. They will not support the weight and stresses of life. And then he said, thanks for letting me share. (laughs) Bud. You're the best, bud. If you all would, we, I mean, we could start an email list of people who want Bud's yeah. daily affirmations. We could. They're pretty good. Words of wisdom. His reflections. Here's the thing. If you all were talking to him, he doesn't speak that way. But he writes that way. Yes. 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 He When he talks, it's not as educational. Yeah. But it can be if you get him on the right subject. But yes, yes he's always written that way. That's pretty good. But stuff. a few of those, just fragmented sentences kind of things, you know, we could just... Put them on shirts or something. We could. Make that little stationery. Chatter and gossip. Out of them. Yes, so we're not professionals on any of these marriage No, but he could talks, be. I mean, but. how long? So, we both come from, we all come from parents who've been married forever. Like how, mom and dad are what, 46 years as mom Good and dad. Good gosh, yeah. Years are the same, I think. Somewhere in there. Close enough. Anyway, upwards of 40 years of marriage, which is a lot to say in this day and time. Uh, Yes, it is. I mean, we've been married a long time compared to a lot of people. Yes. We're almost at 17 years. Yeah, we'll hit 16 here in a minute. So, while we are not professionals and or marriage counselors... We might as well be. That's we, what I'm I saying. mean, we might as well be. So, we just figured we'd hand out this information for free. Because <laughs> that's just who we are. <laughs> Maybe we should go on a marriage retreat. We should. We should. We'll have one room where the people who don't want to talk about their feelings are led by Amy. Yes. yes. And you can just tell them, your feelings don't matter. You're right. You're it stupid. doesn't matter. Just pretend that you care when they talk. Yes. Smile and nod. Yeah. Put in earbuds and be like, yeah. Get something with a slow beat so you're not, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. not nodding too fast. Yeah, yeah. I agree with everything you're saying. Anyway. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what's new. Duolingo is an app. It is free. Of course, there's you can pay for upgrades or whatever. But you can learn tons of, like Navajo, all right. the languages. So at our house, I'm doing Spanish. Jeremy's doing Spanish. Deuce is doing Spanish, and Josie is doing Spanish. Kayla already knows Spanish, so she's doing French, and Lainey is doing Chinese. So you get to pick your language, but you go up levels, and you add people to your How group. How does it teach you? You, you have listen to hear to class? Cause that could no, no, no. It's people talking back and forth. Oh, you, you would like it. Yeah, it's, it's short. It's, t- it's oh, little. Okay. You can go as long or as short as you want. You have five hearts, and if you every mistake you get takes away a heart, and if you lose all five hearts, then you have to wait four hours for you to use them again. So, <laughs> but it's like... It's super easy. It's, yeah. It's not hard at all. And it'll say like, you go through levels. So like on the Spanish one, there's travel, right? And so then it's talking about suitcases and hotels and getting a bus, which is actually helpful. Restaurants, phrases, oh, okay. family. And then you go up. So in the, see, I'm level three on all those three. And I'm still on two on restaurant, family, shopping, school, and people. 
And it just asks, you have to type the English version of stuff. Sometimes you have to type the Spanish okay. version. But it progressively gets harder. It's not like yeah. they throw you in in the middle. And then once you get to a certain level, Kayla and Jeremy do it all the time. They're like, yeah. Jeremy's at 23. You know, anyway. And we do it, once you get to certain levels, then you can start listening to um, conversations. Mm-hmm. And you can slow it down. Oh, okay. And so, like, Jeremy's actually understanding full conversations in Spanish now. And Kayla yeah. is doing really well with French. Like, I don't remember but even yeah. in high school. But, and I it's, all, but it's really good You can read phrases. and listen. So, it just depends on... It's Yeah, it's phrases. It's stuff you actually say. Yes. Which yeah. is nice. Uh, we really like it. But there's all <laughs> sorts of languages. Okay. So, like, your whole family could each pick a language they want to work yeah. on. It doesn't have to be the same. Well, Land's going to be taking French next year. So, he needs to... Yeah. Awesome. Duolingo. It's free. You should try it. That's what's new in my house. We're all becoming linguistic experts. There you go. I think that has to be my what's new. Oh, you're doing it now. That's I right. I am. Isn't it fun? Yeah. And I, it makes me feel good that I knew more Spanish. Yes. Or remembered. I can recall more than I thought I more could. More than you thought. Maybe Maybe if you, I, when yeah, you first started, it lets you take a little quiz. And then you fail. then it puts you in the right... It starts you at the right place. It's not a pass or fail. It's a placement test. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be stressed out. But it's good because it's screen time. Yeah. As far as like... And the kids are competing. Yes. So I like that. And like we could add you all. Like, we could yeah. all compete against each other, but in whatever language you're studying. It doesn't have to be the same language. My boys are wanting to start because they've watched me do it. Josie does it. I mean, she loves it. I have lots Aaron of families. Aaron could do Chinese, like at Laney, yeah. then they could converse. I have lots of families who speak lots of different languages. Yeah. And I, I'm like, I want to do them all. Mm-hmm. So I could at least just... Because it's, it's like, that. It's like I need orange juice. Where what? is my passport? Where is the bus? Like, normal, regular stuff that you're going to actually yeah. ask people, not like... Yeah, it's really good. We like Duolingo, Beth. Do you have what's new? I am learning to put on makeup for old people. Oh, that is new. That is. So I've watched three YouTube tutorials on how to put on makeup for aging. No, no, that's not how I said it. Mature Mature. Skin. That's how you say it now. Mature Not skin. aging. So, and I will say, one of the chicks I watched, now she's probably in her 50s. I'm so jealous of her. She's. Listen. That she doesn't, she, and I don't mean that she doesn't have wrinkles or that she has fillers. I really don't think mm. she does. Yeah. I just hate her because she just is very gracefully aging. But she gave me some really good tips and I realized that I've been wearing eye makeup all wrong for the last probably five years since I feel like my face has changed or whatever. I just want to say on the whole video tutorials. It's very unfair. It's not fair because teenagers. Right. They look like they walked out of a magazine. First of all, we did not have the plethora of products. Okay, uh, no. we had Maybelline and CoverGirl, and we had your core products. You know, your mascara. But it was like your lipstick. The uh, the um, eyeshadow palette that was blue, pink, white, and brown. Yep, the CoverGirl one. I remember the my blue CoverGirl. Used the white, and I used to steal it and use it yes. on myself in my bedroom. The blue CoverGirl compact. Yeah. Pop. You always pop, had pop. your compact. Yes. Yes, you did. Uh, yeah, you did. You had the pink mascara with the green wand, right? And yep. you had the what's what was the lip stuff called the? Was it love my lips? Or? Yes, love my lips. Mary would roll, and the one that had the rolly balls, and, and then it would look like someone just and your lips stuck together when you corn syrup like, oh. on your mouth, and that's <laughs> all. And you were like, because you have, and you're like, hold on, let me get my exclamation perfume. It's bad. And so here's the deal. Now these kids are like, the 80s clothes are so cool. How come they look different on us? Because we didn't have. I had braces and waterfall bangs and blue eyeshadow. And it, it's not the clothes. It was our face. That was not contouring. What was that? I don't even know. I don't know really fully how to contour still. I, I look well, at those videos. It takes like, hours. They're like, I'm sorry. I, I'm not doing that. There are so many white and brown marks on their face. And then they get this thing. It looks tribal. And it's gone. Yeah. And I'm like, what happened? 
yeah, yeah, I don't know. But I just think it's not fair. I think it's that you don't, fair. you don't, I think that's what's wrong with the young people today, you all. <laughs> Is there's too many. They haven't thrills. suffered. They are too pretty. They haven't suffered like we did. They mm-hmm. there was no awkward stage. Now they make clothes that fit you no matter your size. Did we have that? Which is no. great. But it wasn't fair. It wasn't fair. Like Kayla will look at pictures of me young and be like, what are you? And I'm like, and then I'll say, Well, wait till you and then I'm like, no. Kayla has the coolest haircut I've ever seen. And she, no, she's wearing her high waisted jeans with her like little blue Kentucky shirt mm-hmm. and her little slip on ballet flats. And like she has a style. I didn't have a style. I had whatever was on you sale at Watson's. Well, yeah. Watson. Goodies. Goodies. I was going to say goodies. You know that Goodies finally closed. I oh. loved Goodies. It closed. I know. Deb. I felt so special though. Going there. Gosh. Maurice's. <gasps> There's still a Maurice's in 579. Mm. That was back in the day when I wore a size double zero. I'm pretty sure it was just my bones and skin. Remember <laughs> that? Beth would be like, I have to have a double zero. And we're like, I don't even know what right. that would look like. A pin? <laughs> and then there was my hair. anywhere. See, it was like a stick. And then the foo hair. And, and then, then the big I was a Q-tip. Yeah. We, me and another mom the other day were talking about the crimping iron. Oh. You tried so many times to crimp that. Because I wanted hair to have curl instead it of stuck to my stay. head like my. Mm, my hair was crimped for my fifth grade birthday, whatever that is. My sixth grade. Oh when I was in sixth grade, my hair was crimped. Yeah. So I just, anyway, I've been trying to you know <laughs> learn how to make for mature faces yes. because everything I do either sits in my pores and looks cakey, mm-hmm. or sits inside the wrinkles, or doesn't really cover up. <laughs> Accentuates the negative. That's what I always yes, feel like. Yesterday. <laughs> I mean, I'll play with what I have. Okay. I just watched one of these videos. I was feeling really good about myself. About my skill level. I can paint. I can paint my face. Paint a cake. Uh, that's what I'm saying. I have really old. You need a crumb coat. Yeah. I need a crumb coat in my face. Is what I, a ganache layer, then the fondant. <laughs> so I did not use a highlighter enough. It looked like I had been punched in the face because what I used was too dark around What's my a eyes. Highlighter? I don't even it's know. supposed to Yeah. I liked your face. It's a, <laughs> the way I understand is it draws attention away from the bad areas. Okay. Yes. Yeah, it's kinda like contouring, but you don't have to do all the brown marks on your face or like draw like you can put people draw on their face on. I don't know how in the world they do that. But you can also just highlight certain areas, and she mm-hmm. did like on a on an older person's eye, like how like you shouldn't wear like I used to wear like really dark eyeshadow on my lid. She's mm-hmm. like, you shouldn't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. I was like, and then I did it the way she said. I thought, oh, that's that why. <laughs> and it did. She did one eye the wrong way on herself, and then one eye the proper way. And this eye looked the wrong eye looked so heavy, like like almost like she'd been crying, like the eyeliner and the dark eyeshadow here, and then the and then over here. She did a dark eyeshadow like right under her brow bone as opposed to on her lid and did a highlighter on her lid and it made her eye look like, twice so, the size. So, Beth, send me the link to that video and I will share I will. it on our she page. She was good because and she was Australian so her voice was amazing. Listen, people with a foreign accent already sound smart. I think she's smart now. So, maybe. They do. If someone with a British accent tells me to do stuff, I'm like, yep, okay. <laughs> I'm you like, sign it. me up. <laughs> I got it. You are a genius. Yeah. So, my what's new is I'm old enough to figure out how my skin works now. That's good. Do we have a what the crap? What the crap, my second grader punched All you. a child in the eye at school. How does this make you feel as a behavior? How does it make you feel? <laughs> Tell us how you feel and then we'll reiterate it back to you. Make sure we understand. Um, I feel lots of things, but okay. mostly it's not okay to punch someone in the face. That's a good call. True. Yeah. That's all I got for you. <laughs> Let's, he wasn't. It was. I think it was more of a reaction. He felt like like someone else punched him. Yes, and he felt like he needed to defend himself. 
I think it was a misunderstanding. Yes, I do too. And I also think that if you can walk away from someone instead of punching them back, you should. Yes. <laughs> and he's seven. Eight. And he's, he's seven. seven. Yes. And part of that has to be putting yourself in the other person's shoes and, and realizing, that and you can't do that as a seven-year-old. But still, when I was seven, I wasn't going to punch somebody in the eye. Oh, we, I did. Yes, Evidently, did. his dad did mm-hmm. so, a lot. Yeah. yeah. So I'd never thought really I would be. I would get a phone call from a principal <laughs> to tell me my child was taking a break from the class. Because he punched someone in the second grade. Like, I thought maybe when Brody's in high school, he's going to get in a couple of fights. But no. No. I didn't think it was going to be in second grade. So what the crap? My... Well, at least it happened while he's young enough for you to still mold him into a non-violent human being. Something like that. There's my big old... He'll learn from it. The fact that he got in trouble at school and then he got in trouble at home. Right. So he's currently at home scrubbing the baseboards with a toothbrush. The entire house. So, was he upset that this was his punishment? Or did he handle it okay? He was okay. That's good. He really wants to clean the windows. Also. He was hey. like, when I'm done, can I clean the windows Yes, you too? can. My gosh, maybe yes. you picked the wrong punishment. And maybe you're going to clean the cleaning. toilets. So, I added the toilets there at the end to make sure I really got him. You're going to clean the toilets. And at home, he's like, this is the most awesome thing in the world. <laughs> and then he's like, punch somebody on Monday. Yeah. I need Monday. the walls done. <laughs> so... <laughs> And he's going to write an apology letter when I get home. I think that's a good idea. That's the worst post right there. But I think that's that brings it back to someone else was affected by my actions. Yes. Yeah. Like, they can't forget that part. Yeah. Which I think is the most important thing. And that you get clean baseboards. And I get clean baseboards. So I guess that wraps up our marriage. For now. Yeah. That sounded horrible. That wraps up our marriage. <laughs> and we're done. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know what our next... I don't know what the next one set next month know. whatever yeah, will be about. Done. I'm sure it'll be equally as informative. You're <laughs> full of great ideas. Mm-hmm. Maybe we should do one on like cleaning out the clutter in your life. Because yeah, March and a, it's spring. I have a book that will not help you that I tried to read. It was horrible. Yeah. But I might get some backlash. It was the tidying up chick. The oh, Marie, I hate her. Marie Kondo. I oh threw my book across the room when she said you only need so many books. I was like, <laughs> well, no, she said, and I listened to it. It was worse. Okay, it was worse. <laughs> that if folding your socks doesn't bring you joy, bring me joy yeah see that's the thing none of that brings me joy i'd rather have just the socks, me I my socks wrong <laughs> why does it matter they're socks i'd say fold them however it brings you joy <laughs> it doesn't bring me joy anyway i, I think just socks thought, should be left in a big bin and everybody should have to dig through them to get their own dang I socks just thought that was i just thought you know what i'm listening to you for so an let's hour do that and i'm done let's do yeah since spring will be around the corner by the time all of these air okay let's do cleaning out the clutter in your life and we could do physical clutter yes. we could do Friends. Mental clutter? No. <laughs> yes. Clean up yes. your friends. Get rid of them. Mm. No. Um, yeah. Taking no, out yeah. the trash. Taking out the, the trash. All the clutter. All the chaos. Yeah. Maybe it's that'll good. make me actually clean my house up. It will. There you go. I think that's okay. a good. That's what clutter. we're going to do. Declutter. See you next time.